In the Lab, a Texans podcast that takes a different look at things. Drew Doherty and John Harris have their lab coats and goggles on and the Bunsen burners burning. Here's Drew. What's going on in the lab right now? And we're so very happy that you're with us. Me, Drew Doherty, and John Harris swinging those fists. And some of you out there have seen this before and seen the setup before and are thinking, why are those two knuckleheads four feet apart and doing a Zoom? Well, because <laughs> we want to put this on video and this is the easiest way to do so but john how you doing man what's going on uh doing all right middle of march yep. um just trying to get through this month get to april because we know april is draft month so yeah just um plugging away one day at a time it's the start of the new league year so mm-hmm. things have been happening around here and i know fans are well okay when's the big splash coming yeah i don't know if the big splash is coming i think consistent ripples if you think about the dynamics of water and you think about ripples that just keep happening, what happens? It eventually turns into a tsunami, and that's hopefully what happens. It turns into a tsunami. Yeah, we're going to get into that in just a second. But in addition to it being the start of the new league year, that always, always falls when our kids are on spring break. <laughs> now, your kids have kind of moved on, and they're they're not in, yeah. in school anymore. Mine are not. They're We're, like, in the thick of it. So I've spent – you know, I was here Monday working – a little bit tuesday i was at the rodeo carnival yesterday and i'm still sore from walking around and <laughs> lugging kids yeah. and jostled on the conga ride conga yep. with a k interestingly enough it's on top of a uh i think a raw sewage part of uh the astro dome property so oh, imagine boy. getting like your stomachs your stomach and, and insides jostled about you smell that yeah very pungently yeah so yeah i'm all right though i made it but yeah, um, it's good glad. to be in the office. And then I've kind of been mainly working at night, you know, the, the, this week. But it's been a fun little little change of pace, I suppose. Well, it's been that way. I did my show on, well, for last Friday, I did two to six with Ron. Yeah, you because worked like 19 hours straight one of those days. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of having a stomach issue, Clint Sterner had a stomach issue that day. Yeah. Now, the guys were convinced that he was ducking because he hadn't watched a rom-com that he was supposed to because they have rom-com Fridays, yeah. which I love. Yeah, uh, I love that they do that. But they, they were thinking funny. he was yeah. ducking the ducking the homework. But I was in there for two to six, and then it was about four, four thirty or so, maybe a little bit earlier than that, that the Panthers Bears trade happened. And when the Panthers Bears trade happened, I'm like, I had a recorded show ready to go, just because it's Friday, it's March. There's not a whole lot going on because the weekend it ends up being the start of the new league year. So I'm like, all right. I'm probably safe, and I wouldn't really have time to record anyways because I'm on the air live. So Carolina and Chicago nixed all that. Then Carolina and Chicago just all over my plans. So I then said goodbye to Ron, and I just sat in the chair, and for an hour just talked about the trade. Mark popped on for a couple of minutes. He was having trouble getting in because he was in Manhattan or something. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, call it 610. It, it, it didn't happen. It may not have been that night, but one thing over the last – four or five days that I've noticed that it has been, it's kind of been eye-opening and sort of refreshing. It's funny to hear callers because normally yeah. we don't take callers yeah. uh, on all access. Yeah. Hear the callers, but hear them be so thankful that their calls are being taken. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, well, I think that's been kind of a cool thing because I, you know, you were in radio for a long time. I worked in Dallas for a little bit for a yeah. guy who worked at the ticket. And one of their mantras was, 
are you going to take a bunch of calls and let them do your show or are you going to do the radio? So I, I think there's a balance there. And I think yeah. it's been nice to hear calls taken well, on Texans all that. Cause you guys, and it hasn't just been, Oh, I think the Texans are the best. And I think we're going to win the next 45. So oh, it's no. been some people that are angry with the direction of free agency. Oh yeah. Through, and they, you know, they know that I'm on. So they figure this is their opportunity to kind of yeah. blast back at the organization. I'm like, bro, don't shoot the messenger on this, you know, but it, it's been interesting. Well, anyways, which which is where it takes us. This yeah. is, that, that that leads perfectly. Into well, what I was going to say was that story I'll let to 30 minutes after I finished all access, the Robert Woods signing went a fit. Well, it didn't go official, but it was announced. And then when I did Monday's show, not 30 minutes after that, Jimmy Ward's yeah. uh, agreeing to terms was announced. It was like, man, you could have done that like 45 minutes earlier. It would have been great to talk about, but to your point about working at night because things have been happening at night. That's yeah. why. So that's where I was going with all that. Sorry. So I think it was Monday. Maybe it was Sunday night. Maybe it was two. I, I don't know, but I shot you a, a message. It must've been Monday. And it, it was basically, man, it seems like the Texans are really, really more active today mm -hmm. than they normally are yep. on the first day, which I was sort of, um, in my cocoon, I wasn't really paying as much attention to sentiment on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And I did turn that on on Tuesday, and it was there was a lot of blasting. Like, the Texans aren't doing anything. Right. Which I, in my mind, I just thought to myself, well, hold on a second. Like, they added a starter in Robert Woods at receiver. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that guy's going to start. At, yep. It seemed like he was in a rough I agree. QB situation last year. But they got a starter there. They traded for a starter. And these are all... You got to got to put allegedly on, but right. these are because of reports. But they traded for a starting guard, yes, in Shaq, Shaq Mason. Mason. Mm -hmm. So that's two starters. He signed a safety in Jimmy Ward, who probably going to start. So yeah. I mean, through two days, you went out and you picked up three starters. That seems kind of like an active couple of hours there. You know, not couple, but yeah, twenty four hours. Plus, you have a bona fide backup quarterback. I think this is the best backup quarterback you've had in at least four or five years. Yep. I think he's better than AJ McCarron mm -hmm. as a backup was when yep. he was here. Who 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 do we who do we have that would come close to being that good a backup? I mean, maybe Whedon. Whedon. You know, I mean, I AJ. But AJ never never had to play. Yeah, he got to play once, and that was just because the Texans had clinched the division. I mean, so he says, if you take away. All the stuff that he's from here, we know him. He was a stud at U of H. He's actually won games as a starter in this league, and he's been yeah. a good back. Like just that alone, boom, upgrade. But then you factor in the hometown stuff mm -hmm. and the time with the team, the two times with the team. I love that move. I, I think that's it's a very, very big deal. He could be a starter depending on what goes on, but you've made your QB room a little bit better with his addition. This is the way I look at the Case Keenum signing. I feel like Case Keenum is going to impact winning in some way, shape, or form in 2023. Mm -hmm. Whether he takes a snap, whether he takes none, whether he takes a thousand snaps, or he takes zero, he's going to impact winning because of his leadership, his understanding of the game, understanding of the city, just everything that goes into it. I think he is going to be perfect for that quarterback room, and he's going to impact winning. And I, I say that because a lot of people are like, well, what if he doesn't play? Look, there have been a lot of people that walk through this building that haven't played one down during a season. Mm -hmm. 
or they've played 50 snaps or they played half of one game that have seriously impacted winning or they were used to playing a lot of snaps. Like I go, to, I go back to Jonathan Joseph in 2019. JJ yeah. wasn't getting a lot of snaps in 2019, but his impact on the defensive back room was enormous. It was enormous. Now he went on and played, I think another couple of years, but his best ball was behind him at that point. And his best ball was probably behind him in 2019, but he still found a way against the Buccaneers have a big interception in the AFC South clincher. He still found a way to impact this team and impact it winning. And I think case Keenum does that as well. And the last time that we saw case get some consistent starting time was with Cleveland at 21. And he was, he was pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember the night that he started and they had Dearness De- Johnson went for a big game, but case threw for over like over 200 yards. He won a big game on Thursday night. And then, you know, the announcers were sitting going, wait, man, this Browns offense looks pretty good. Case Keenum in it. So yeah, he went to Buffalo and then Superman doesn't get hurt at all. And you're not going to replace Josh Allen in any way, shape or form. So he didn't have to go on the field and play, but I guarantee you, if you talk to Josh Allen and you asked him, Hey, what a case, what a case can mean to you? I would imagine he'd go on forever about how valuable he was to him. What he saw, he could be a sounding board. He can be kind of the, the quarterback psychologist in the room. That's a player you want. I mean, it's great to have a quarterback coach that you connect with, but to have a player that you can just text anytime. And sometimes there's some things you don't want coaches to know. So you just want to go to a player and say, Hey man, I didn't quite understand what he was talking about with this. Can you help me with this? Or dang it. I wish he wouldn't have said that about this because it's the way I feel. And you could talk it out. And I think case is going to end up impacting every quarterback. He's going to impact every offensive player. He's going to impact winning in 2023. And that's, to me, why I'm most excited about Case coming in. Yeah, and I guess ultimately my main point is it's all about perceptions. I, I think the Texans did quite a bit early on. Yep. You know they, they didn't sign Aaron Rodgers to play quarterback. They didn't sign Derrick Henry to be a compliment <laughs> to uh, to uh, Damian Pierce. Even right. Derrick Henry's still under contract. Anyways, they didn't go out and get these splashy, splashy hires. I know, but. I think they've done a, done a lot to help their team and to upgrade their team and to make the team better. Yeah. And I always kind of have a side eye with all these teams that make the huge moves right now. What's the biggest, think about it, what's the biggest free agency deal the Texans have done the last, let's say, six, seven years? I got to go back to Tyron Matthew. Yeah. That was a splatter. Yeah. And you know when that happened? A week after right. the start of free right. agency, so the Texans waited on that one, and that proved to be a pretty good signing. He was a yep. he was a good player for the Texans that season. So just kind of keep that in mind. Those teams that are winning in February, winning in March, not always going to happen in the fall. It could, you get better, but you know you got to be careful about what you see. I give you Jerry Hughes. Yeah, I remember the the panic over draft weekend in twenty twenty two when the Texans didn't draft an edge player and they hadn't signed one at that point. I think, I think maybe Oboe was in the fold. I think that was it, but people were panicking. Like, what are you gonna do about the edge? And then the next, next day after the draft, I remember asking Nick, I said, I'm going to ask you this knowing full well that you can sign a player at any time at this point, but I'm going to ask you this. And he said, Oh, we got some things in the works. He actually admitted that on the radio and he did. He had Mario Addison. He had Rasheen green and he had Jerry Hughes. And who is the yeah. Texans' best pass rusher last year for the full season? Jerry Hughes. So, to your point, Drew, you can end up finding those players later, trades later. I mean, there are a lot of things that can happen. 
I just know that people get so excited for the start of the league year, which essentially is not today. It started on Monday when you could start announcing, well, the media could start and agents can start letting people know where yeah. they're going, et cetera. That's what oh, start. You got to do it. No, there's no timetable on this 24, seven, 365. You're thinking about team building and roster building and what you're going to do and acquiring players, trading players, releasing, waving, claiming, whatever you can do this all the time. I feel like we have to have this conversation because people want what, well, what? And here's the other, here's the other thing, especially as it pertains to free agents and drew, you know, this well, the parties have to choose Houston too. Yeah, yeah. You have to have these play. There's, and there's guys, a lot of talk about guys that want to go win a ring or think they're going to be in position to win. Right? A ring. Are and, the Texans going to do that? Maybe, but the odds right now, this right. season stacked a little bit against that. Obviously. Absolutely. Now, for all us Houstonians out there, we all know how Houston's a great place. There's no state income tax either. Uh-huh. That makes it. That's a big deal for a lot of these guys. Well, why is it that enough? I don't know. I chose to go to Brown University because of cheeseburgers. I mean, that was my theory. I mean, I was 18. I was dumb, but it was like, you know, I didn't want to go to the Air Force Academy because, in all honesty, I wanted to be independent. I didn't want somebody breathing down my neck all the time telling me what to do. I wanted to prove I could do that on my own. Plus, Brown was a great university, and I could play football. But I wanted to be able to go get a cheeseburger anytime I wanted. That was the theory I used. So players are picking places for God knows what reason, but they have to pick your place too. And this came up a lot with Jimmy Garoppolo. Because look at the, look at the deal. The Texas could have given that deal. Well, yeah, they could have, and maybe they did. But that player has to pick Houston too. And right now, given coming off the last three seasons, it's almost like Houston's in a prove it situation. Like, hey, we'll prove to you free agents out there mm-hmm. that we are a great place where you can come live, come play, and have a great life. And a lot of players have chosen Houston. Some of that didn't even live, didn't even play here. Houston could be that for these players. But some of those players have got to learn on their own. And some of the other players, they have options. Yeah. If you got two or three other options, and maybe it's a team you look at and think, okay, that team is a little bit, is built a little bit better right now. Yeah, maybe in two, three years, we're going to be that spot. And those people will have missed out. That's on them. Right now, we're a spot where you can come in, you have opportunity. It's going to be a younger team. When you come in as a veteran, you know that one of the things you're going to have to do is you're going to have to be a leader of this team. You're going to have to step up and be a guy that a lot of these young guys look to. And so it can be a frustrating experience, but I've also heard for some, you know, like I remember talking to Seth Payne about this, you know, coming to expansion team and the Texans aren't, but when you're coming to a young team that you know is going to have a lot of young talent around it, it can be sort of exhilarating because everybody's kind of got eyes wide open and you can really make an impact as a veteran, not only on the field, but also in the locker room with a lot of young guys that are in that locker room too. So I think there's a lot of opportunity, but those players have to pick Houston too. For whatever reason, playing time, money, you know, they like, they want to live downtown, what, whatever. They got to pick Houston too. And they're going to be some that just won't pick Houston for whatever reason. Got good cheeseburgers in Houston too. Yeah, they do. Absolutely good the cheeseburgers. line for Trill Burgers yesterday at the oh, Carnival. I haven't had one. I oh, need dude, to get, get a Trill get Burger, some. man. You should go out there at like, it's 11.03 right now. We should probably finish this podcast so yeah. we could walk over and get some before the mm. line gets too long. Well, that'd be a good idea. I think we should do that. Anyhow. Well, this is fun. I, my perception, it seems like the Texans have done quite a bit yeah. early on in adding three starters and maybe the best backup quarterback they've had in a long, long, long time. Yeah. Good steps. Maybe Leinert? Was that? Who do we maybe. have? Who was, who was the backup in 12? It was Yates. I don't Anyways, know. 
There's so many that came at the end of 2011 that ended up playing. Yeah, <laughs> I love playing. Jeff Garcia 12. was in the room. Yeah. God, who's in 12? I guess uh-huh. and though. All right. Case was a third. He was on practice squad at 12. Case, yeah, Case had never been active. Case had never even been activated for game day. Yeah, until he started at Kansas City for his first start yeah. in 2013. Oh, wow. Wow. That season. <laughs> Anyhow, this has been yeah. a Texans in the lab. We sure do appreciate you listening and watching, and we will see you again very, very soon.